0: Good morning from New Zealand. Welcome to Clubhouse and welcome to another edition of the Blind Podcasters Roundtable. It's Jonathan Mosen with you. I appreciate you being here live if you are, or listening on the Blind PodMaker feed if you're catching up with this after the fact. I would make an observation about producing demos of things. In all the time I've been doing this, I've concluded that there are three components to doing a good job of this one is to have the knowledge. Two is to be able to convey that knowledge, explain something in a way that makes sense. And the third, when you're doing a recording, is to know how to produce it well. Brian Hartgen does all three of those things, and in fact, that's one of the things that he does for a living. So I'm really grateful that Brian has taken some considerable time to put together for us today a demonstration of the Isotope RX suite for restoring audio. The demo will run a little over half an hour And after that, we will take your experiences if you've used this tool, but also your questions. If you've never used the tool before, you want to know whether it's worth your while. Brian and perhaps others here in Clubhouse, I'm sure, will answer that for you. So let's get into it and hand over to Brian for the demo.
1: Thank you very much, Jonathan, for that very warm welcome, and as Jonathan said, I'm Brian Hartgen, and I'm looking forward to taking you through this fascinating subject of audio restoration for the next 35 minutes, and then we'll open it up for questions. Now, I have a confession to make. I do not produce a podcast. If I did, you'd be wowed, astounded. It would truly amaze you as to how it would sound. (laughs) There's no chance of that for the time being, though, but I have always been extremely interested in producing high-quality audio content, and do so for a number of different projects. In fact, the older I get, I find that my standards are far more exacting, but for people who do produce podcasts, which is all of you, I'm assuming, there is one thing which seems obvious to me. Many podcasts include either audio contributions sent in by your listening audience or more likely interviews from guests. Making sure that your voice and the voices of your guests sound great, I would have thought is critical to building and delighting your audience. Things that get in the way of that greatness could be problems like uneven loudness levels between people's voices, unwanted background noise from an air conditioner, echo or reverberation, if you're recording in a big space with no acoustic treatment, lip smacks and clicks, or even plosives, which I'll discuss later. Enough of any one of these problems may frustrate a listener to the point of skipping your content altogether. That leads us on to the subject of our presentation today, which is restoring audio to pristine condition. Before I continue, I want to say this. If you are unable to afford the tools that we're going to discuss today, or invest time and patience in using them, anyone producing a podcast shouldn't feel inadequate. It may be that you're completely satisfied with the way that your podcast sounds, and that's fine. But I think as audio enthusiasts, we should know what can be achieved, and maybe in the future, strive to do better. The set of tools I'll be discussing is in a software package called RX8 from Isotope, and you can find them at com. I'll describe many of these tools give you samples of how the audio can be restored, and discuss the accessibility of them as well. What I'm not going to do is to teach you how to use them in minute detail, although I will give one or two quick examples of how you might go about restoring some of the audio that we're talking about. Now, before I discuss these things, I want to keep you interested and tempt you to stay with me throughout this presentation. So, let me first of all show you some effective results of cleaning up some audio content. This is using one of the wonderful tools in RX-8 called Dialog Isolate, the purpose of which is to remove any unnecessary audio and leave you with the interesting part, which is, of course, the speech content. I have some audio with a background hum sound. A uh, chaplaincy is actually um, in servicing the inmates for their needs and in their needs for uh, because they ha- they have rights uh, that we need to assure that they get for their own personal faith walk. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you have been a pastor for a while before you became a chaplain, correct? That's correct. I was a chap a uh, pastor for I guess 29 years. Now we will hear the results of exactly the same file having put the sample through dialogue isolate. A chaplaincy is actually um, in servicing the inmates for their needs and in their needs for uh, because they ha- they have rights uh, that we need to assure that they get for their own personal faith walk. Right. Yeah. OK, so. You have been a pastor for a while before you became a chaplain,
2: correct? That's correct. I was a chapl- uh, pastor
1: for, I guess, 29 years. The results are fantastic, aren't they? Are you staying around here some more then? Okay, well, let's talk about RX-8 in depth. There are three versions of this product. The first is called Elements which is at the less expensive end of the market, but it really contains very little in the way of plugins to restore your audio to the level that we're talking about here. But I will try to point out as we go through if a component is in the Elements package. That leaves us then with the main two of these, Standard and Advanced. Both versions offer tools to improve audio. Some of these are VST3 plugins, and put simply, that means that they can hook into a software package such as SoundForge or Reaper, allowing you to use the functions with those programs directly. There are some tools, however, which do not offer this option, and in that event, you need to use those in conjunction with what they call the RX8 Audio Editor. I've watched many YouTube videos on the use of these tools, and everyone is using this external program to manipulate the audio. So the question which immediately arises would be, is this external editor accessible? Yes, it is, save for one issue which can be worked around. And if you're particularly clever, you can link together a program such as Reaper with the RX-8 audio editor, so you can incorporate it into your workflow. I'll tell you how to do that later. There is another advantage of using the RX-8 audio editor. If you have produced your podcast using an application such as Studio Recorder from APH, and a lot of people do this, then at least you have a mechanism for applying noise reduction or to improve the quality of the audio overall. So what is the difference between standard and advanced? There is a very accessible table on the Isotope website, which clearly shows you what is included within each of the packages. The first differentiation, of course, is price. Isotope do have special offers from time to time on some of their packages, so it's always a good idea to keep checking their website for details. Currently, the prices are Elements package is priced at $129. The standard package is 3.99 and the advanced is 11.99. That is $1,199. RX8 advanced has 10 very significant tools included which standard does not. There is a 30-day trial available of the various packages so you can determine if it is right for you at either of these levels, and for those who want it, there is a version of the product for the Mac as well. The standard and elements packages include tools such as DeClick, ideal for removing click sounds and restoring vinyl, DeClip, to restore audio if it is clipping or distorting, and DeNoise, for removing entirely or reducing background noise. Denoise, in my experience, is on a par with some of the lower-end noise reduction tools that are available. It would satisfactorily reduce noise such as an air conditioner fan or a constant light noise, which could be distracting to your listener, but not too much beyond that which leads us nicely back to the audio sample I presented you with earlier, where I reduced the background noise using Dialog Isolate. This is available in advanced only. It is designed to separate spoken dialogue from non-stationary background noise, such as crowds, traffic, footsteps, weather or other noise with highly variable characteristics, and is the option that I use first before trying anything else. It uses a machine learning algorithm that was trained on a large library of speech and noise data to automatically recognise speech content in an input signal. This is one of those tools which can only be used in the audio editor and not directly from within a DAW such as Reaper. So you would first of all load a file containing the noise into the editor, you would move into the modules menu, select dialogue isolate and then possibly choose any one of a number of presets. Each tool has general presets with names you are likely to understand, and you can apply these to the kind of noise that you may like to remove. Then you can choose Render, and you get the results back. Now, before we have another sample created with Dialog Isolate, it is important to make two points. First, it is more than possible that if you choose one of the presets in any tool which is going to change the audio in some way, it may not suit the audio that you are changing. A preset means a set of common values which may assist in removing a specific type of noise. These presets, when selected, adjust the parameters of the various sliders in the hope that it will remove the noise that you want. They are for general guidance only. Whenever you apply any tool which changes the audio in some way, it's important to listen to the resulting output, and if you're not satisfied, you can undo the change with a simple Ctrl-Z and choose another preset. Alternatively, you will find in each dialog box of any of these tools a number of sliders and they allow you to increase or decrease values pertaining to any part of the sound. You will gain a much greater appreciation of what I'm saying when we talk about breath control a little later. My second point is that the RX-8 audio editor is accessible, with the exception of some of the buttons, one of which is the all-important Render button in order to get your results. Pressing enter or spacebar does not cause the action to occur. Now, fortunately, there is a way around this, which is to use the touch cursor of JAWS or the equivalent tool in whichever screen reader you are working with to press those buttons. Isotope have confirmed there is a problem in that regard and are working on resolving it. So, back to our audio samples, because that's probably what you're wanting to hear. Again, I'm using Dialog Isolate for this. I took some audio from the blindbargains.com website, which consists of an interview recorded in a relatively noisy conference or exhibition hall.
3: Sure. So this is a brand new product that we just released recently. It's based on the uh, Compact 6 that we had previously out in the market. This is a 10-inch display, though. Uh, The neat features with this are the fact that it's a touchscreen display. Uh, It's very, very portable, lightweight, battery-operated. You've got different contrast capabilities on the screen, Uh, but one of the things that I find really neat with this product is, you know, certain markets, sometimes senior markets, might not like the touchscreen aspect or they're confused with a lot of the on-screen buttons. So you've got two different options. When you uh, first power this unit up, it asks you if you want to do an easy mode or an
1: advanced mode. And now we'll hear the end result, having manipulated it using Dialog Isolate. Sure. So this is a brand new product that we just
3: released recently. It's based on the uh, Compact 6 that we had previously out in the market. This is a 10-inch display, though. Uh, the neat features with this are the fact that it's a touchscreen display. Uh It's very, very portable, lightweight, battery-operated. Um, you've got different contrast capabilities on the screen. Uh, but one of the things that I find really neat with this product is, you know, Certain markets, sometimes senior markets, might not like the touchscreen aspect or they're confused with a lot of the on-screen buttons. So you've got two different options. When you uh, first power this unit up, it asks you if you want to do an easy mode or an advanced mode.
1: Now, I think that did a very credible job. The background noise is reduced to the extent that your listeners can focus more on what the speaker is saying, which is the all-important thing here. It didn't remove the background crowd entirely. I can still hear it, but it has reduced it enough to make it worth publishing. So why didn't it reduce it completely? I could have changed some of the values in the dialogue box to attempt to do this, but that would have meant that the audio would have sounded compressed and unnatural. (laughs) <laughs> like that. Shall I say that again for you? But that would have meant that the audio would have sounded compressed and unnatural. So, when you're doing this kind of manipulation, you have to strike a balance between reducing ambient noise and ensuring that the listener is not going to hear horribly compressed audio or sound containing other unwanted artifacts. I'm going to follow that up by talking about taming breath noises people breathe unfortunately <laughs> it's only human but some people breathe louder or more sharply than others with breath control you can automatically reduce the sound of people's breaths fortunately this is a vsg plugin that we can use in reaper directly it is available in the standard rx8 product as well So first of all, listen to this audio and you'll hear the ladies' breaths are quite prominent.
2: Third jabs for people over the age of 50 may be available as early as September. Ministers, health chiefs and government scientists are stepping up preparations for an autumn booster vaccine campaign to protect against a possible third wave of coronavirus. Jersey's accused France of making disproportionate threats after Paris warned it could cut electricity off to the island in a row over post-Brexit fishing rights. And good news for film stars looking to relocate to the UK. The Home Office has announced a fast-track process for those winning prestigious awards like Oscars and Grand
1: So I'm first of all going to show you what not to do. There are two core sliders in this particular plugin. The sensitivity slider, which ensures whether the breaths are captured. And the gain slider, which decides what happens when a breath is encountered. I have Reaper running. I've applied our news report to a single track. I'm also using JAWS for Windows, the JAWS scripts for Reaper, and Asara, which of course links together JAWS or any screen reader with Reaper. So here's the news report.
2: Third jabs for people over the age of 50.
1: Just to verify it's there. And I'm going to apply the breath control effect to that track. To do that, I'll press F. Add effects to track one news and I should be able to find it by typing breath control. I'll press shift tab. List view VST, RX breath control one. And that's the one I want. Perfect. I'm just going to make sure it's selected by pressing down arrow. Selected. And I'm going to press enter on it to apply it. FX, track one news dialogue. List now I can press escape to go back to the track. track. list. We'll make sure that the track is selected by pressing up arrow. One news one item. And it is, and Jaws is telling me that I have one item on the track which is true. I'm now going to access the effects and parameters by pressing the letter P. Algorithm target. Now if I arrow down here, Gain minus dB. that is the default value. And that means that when breaths are encountered, it is going to reduce the audio, in other words, the breath, by a value of 30. And that isn't going to do a whole lot for us, actually. So the first thing I'm going to do is to reduce the gain slider to its minimum, in other words, to the nth value. And that means that whenever a breath is encountered, it's going to kill the audio for the length of time the breath occurs. Now, what on earth is wrong with that? Simply that if there is a small amount of background sound, for example, that background will also disappear as well. And your audience will be able to tell that the audio has been manipulated in some way. So I'm going to press tab now. FX parameters dialogue slider minus 30.0 DB and I'm going to press the end key inf, DB there's inf. and I'm not going to adjust the other sliders in here because I'm very confident that the breaths are going to be captured it's just what happens with them that I'm interested in at this stage anyway I'm going to press enter right list. and now we will listen to the result of that.
2: Third jabs for people over the age of 50 may be available as early as September. Ministers, health chiefs and government scientists are stepping up preparations for an autumn booster vaccine campaign to protect against a possible third wave of coronavirus. Jersey's accused France of making disproportionate threats after Paris warned it could cut electricity off to the island in a row over post-Brexit fishing rights. And good news for film stars looking to relocate to the UK. The Home Office has announced a fast track process for those winning prestigious awards like Oscars and Grammys.
1: If you compare that with the previous sample, you will notice that wherever the narrator has taken a breath, the audio background drops out completely. So a discerning listener can really tell this kind of tool has been applied. So now we will make a further adjustment. I'm going to go back into the parameters for the effect. Algorithm target. And I'm going to press the down arrow key. Gain dB, And you'll see that it's set to inf. I'm going to change that. I'm going to press tab. FX parameters dialogue slider dB, And I'm going to change the value to minus 50. Now I could type directly into the edit box here if I wanted to do it that way too. Minus 50.8 O DB. That will do fine. I'm going to press enter. Drag list. Now we'll listen to how that has been rendered.
2: Third jabs for people over the age of 50 may be available as early as September. Ministers, health chiefs and government scientists are stepping up preparations for an autumn booster vaccine campaign to protect against a possible third wave of coronavirus. Jersey's accused France of making disproportionate threats after Paris warned it could cut electricity off to the island in a row over post-Brexit fishing rights. And good news for film stars looking to relocate to the UK – The Home Office has announced a fast-track process for those winning prestigious awards like Oscars and Grammys.
1: You can hear, can't you, that the breaths are much thinner. They are disguised in some way. So the audio isn't dropping out. It actually does sound very good and I would be completely satisfied with publishing something like that. The next subject that we're going to talk about is removing mouth clicks and pops. When people speak for a really long time especially if they're dehydrated, they can start to produce audible clicks and pops with their mouths. For those of us unfortunate enough to notice these sounds, they can be really tough to sit through. Here is a lady who has some interesting vocal ticks. I think we'll give her a glass of water. Listen to the original, please pay close attention.
2: That's why I play all of my podcasts on double speed, because it drives me absolutely crazy.
1: Luckily, we have a tool here called Mouth DeClick, available in standard as well as advanced to solve this problem.
2: That's why I play all of my podcasts on double speed, because it drives me absolutely crazy.
1: Now, I accept that is a very subtle change which you may not have been able to pick up on and hear. So, for your benefit, I have isolated all of her mouth clicks, which RX8 allows you to do, so that you can get a good sense of what is being removed. Next, we'll talk about restoring lost frequencies. We've all experienced that not everyone has a great microphone and a high-quality setup to capture professional-sounding spoken word audio. Sometimes, of course, we're forced to record on our phones, which compress and discard a lot of important sonic information, especially high-end frequencies, which help the voice to sound bright and articulate. In this example... I'm not wanting to embarrass anyone in the least. I took a sample from the clean feed presentation that we had a couple of weeks ago, where Clubhouse was squashing the audio considerably to something which perhaps would be considered
4: unacceptable. So I am pushing my Shure SB7 microphone through uh, a Focusrite sound card. The person on the other end came through fine mine was staticky at my end it was staticky to them and to me now i'm wondering is it my setup here that's doing that do you know using
1: spectral recovery available in advanced only we can restore high-end frequencies that were discarded to help him sound more
4: articulate and clear so i am pushing my shure sb 7 microphone through um a focus right sound card the person on the other end came through fine mine was staticky at my end it was staticky to them and to me now i'm wondering is it my setup here that's doing that do you know So, I've
1: made that sound somewhat brighter, and in fact, what that has resulted in is me being able to hear some bleed-through of the audio coming from someone's headphones as well. So, it has done quite a good job of enhancing the frequencies there. Next, eliminating plosives. Sometimes, when a presenter is very close to the microphone and they're not using a pop shield... Certain words can cause the microphone to clip in level, resulting in a low-end bump sound. Here's what I mean.
2: To protect against a possible third wave of...
1: Did you hear that?
2: To protect against a possible third...
1: On the word possible. So we need to do something about that, don't we? So the first thing I'm going to do, and there are lots of ways of doing that, is to split that into a new item, which is a segment of audio. I'm using Reaper again.
2: To protect against a... Possible. Possible.
1: Okay, that's good. One item added.
2: Third wave. Third wave. Third wave. Third
1: wave of... Okay, and there's the other end of it. I'm not going to go through the mechanics of this, of course. One item added. Okay, so that is the item separated. Possible. There it is. I'm going to apply an effect to that item which I can do by pressing ctrl F and I want plosive so just filter that by typing in the edit box List view VST, RX8, the plosive, one of that's what I want selected I'm going to select that and then press enter now, I could adjust the parameters on this, because in some situations, the default parameter values are not to my taste. But I think this is likely to be OK. It's not a difficult thing for it to do. So let's just escape out of this. And we'll just back up a little and listen to it and see what a job of it it is done
2: possible third wave.
1: Yeah, sounds good.
2: Possible third.
1: Let's just back up a little further and we can hear it in context.
2: Ministers, health chiefs and government scientists are stepping up preparations for an autumn booster vaccine campaign to protect against a possible third wave of coronavirus.
1: Lovely job. So as you can tell, that is where the deplosive module really does shine and it's available in standard as well. There are plenty of other modules that you can use in either release of RX-8, but I'll soon run out of time, I'm sure, in order to demonstrate them. But for example, there is a module for smoothing out inconsistent levels called Leveller, and this is available in advanced. Inconsistent loudness levels is a common problem in dialogue editing, isn't it? Sometimes we get quieter when we're at the end of a sentence and run out of breath. Or we get really loud all of a sudden. If you don't smooth out the level of your dialogue, your audience will constantly be fiddling with their volume controls. So to level out the sound of your dialogue, you can use the leveller in RX-8. It's designed to even out your dialogue tracks to make sure that the level doesn't bounce around too much and that everyone sounds consistent. Sometimes, no matter how well we treat our rooms with things to absorb sound waves, we can still end up sounding like we're in an echo chamber. Dialogue de-reverb can help remove the room out of the take. This is available in standard And I did observe that Jonathan was using that last week. So, that is an overview of RX-8, but there are three things that I do not think that I've covered to the degree that I would like to do. The first is that many of the features that I have demonstrated are available in the standard product, or even in Elements, So let's be clear and explain what you're getting with Advanced. Dialog Isolate is one such tool, and it's worth paying the extra price just for that. Spectral Recovery, which I also demonstrated, is another. Wow and Flutter is the third of these, and this is where you can correct speed and pitch variances associated with tape, etc., Then we have Dialogue Contour. Now this tool can adjust the pitch and speed of the audio to ensure that it fits better within the clip. For example, if your guest speaker is speaking confidently, but he or she slows down the speech delivery significantly as the sentence progresses, this tool can help with that. Dialogue De-Reverb, I've recently mentioned, that is included. D-Rustle is an interesting one. This is a very good tool for reducing rustling sounds. Now, putting this as tactfully as I can, when some people record presentations, they will insist on doing things with their hands, causing rustling or similar sounds. This tool helps remove some of those. We have Ambience Match and this lets you match the noise floor of one recording to that of another. From a podcasting perspective, I guess this could be extremely useful. Let us assume that you've recorded a first-class interview, but you wished you'd phrased a question in a different way. This tool allows you to record the question again and match up the acoustics of the original item. If you were to record the new question in a different acoustic environment to that of the original interview, the listener may hear, and probably will hear, that the background audio from the original item has dropped out or subtly changed, causing some distraction. Before I had RX-8, I would have had to try to select some room ambience from the interview and layer it on top of the newly spoken dialogue so as to avoid this very obvious distraction. RX-8 can be instructed to learn the room tone which is present in the audio and you can then select any dry recording that you've made subsequent to the interview taking place and apply it to that audio. There are several other tools which you can read about on the website available in RX8 Advanced. The second thing that I wanted to mention is help. There are many help resources available. The documentation reached by pressing F1 from within the RX8 audio editor is very easy to follow and is in HTML format. Each topic is hyperlinked, taking you to a new page, so there really should be no difficulty in you being able to follow it. As I indicated earlier, there are many YouTube videos both on the isotope website and elsewhere, so you can get to learn about all of these features. Lastly, I did say that you can potentially use many of these tools with audio that you're working on in Reaper, simply by linking together Reaper and the RX-8 audio editor. Now, this is achieved by specifying an external editor in Reaper's Preferences dialogue. It is, in fact, the last category in Preferences. You tell Reaper the path of the external file pointing to the audio editor, which is quite easy to find. And once that is done, if you are working on an item and you want to apply a feature which cannot be accessed from Reaper directly, you select the item in question and then on the context menu, you can select to render that in the external editor which in our example is rx8 and that enables you to then manipulate it in the way that you want you can use any of the presets any of the sliders you can then render the output and once that is done and you're happy with the results you can save the file over the top of the version that reaper is using and you then have your newly processed audio in the original track associated with the item so you can continue your work
0: so that's brian's demo and thank you brian for that demo really appreciate that i was just saying to you uh, earlier that i have found that the number pad enter for some inexplicable reason does work whereas the standard enter key does not and you've been able to confirm that
1: Yes, I never thought of trying that. I mean, why would you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We've just been playing with it for the last uh, few minutes, haven't we? And um, I can consistently say that it it is working. There's no doubt about it. So if you press the numpad enter, uh, that will go through, which is interesting.
0: I purchased RX Elements a long time ago, and it was good. I was using it with Reaper, but I found the Isotope editor, the standalone editor, a bit of a bear to work with. They really are making some progress. It's not perfect yet, but they do seem interested, and they're making some progress. So for Christmas last year, I got the uh, the full Isotope uh, advanced uh, option. And my word, right after that, I got to interviewing somebody who, despite my gentle persuasion, insisted on using their AirPods. Um, AirPods are just the bane of the existence of anyone doing podcast interviews because they may sound good in someone's ears, but they really don't sound good when you are at the other end recording an interview. And I used the uh, options that you were demonstrating, and wow, it is amazing how it scrubs up. It really is yes
1: it is you've got the whole kitten
0: caboodle did you <laughs> yeah yeah i got I got the whole thing and uh oh, you can just have so much fun and I guess that's my question for you so, in my situation i'm producing about two to three hours of audio for podcasting every week. And it's a voluntary thing for me. It's not my day job. And I suppose there's always a balance, isn't there, between you can do so much with your audio, but particularly in a situation like mine where you get a lot of listener contributions coming in, you could spend a very long time tweaking and and fiddling with it. So I suppose there's got to be a happy medium, particularly if you're not doing this as an audio engineer.
1: I was thinking about this very point earlier on today when thinking about podcasting, because when I produce audio, no matter which project I'm working on, I'm afraid I treat it like a work of art. <laughs> and I, I go through lots of different mixes of it. And even that presentation, I'm not satisfied with. There are things I don't like about it. It's just the way that I am. So I completely understand what you're saying you're going to have to if you've got a lot of contributions coming in you've only got a certain amount of time before you have to say look enough is enough and you have to get it ready to go Um, and so you do have to strike that balance and just use the tools you'll soon get to know which ones you really want to work with and and which you don't which will Suit a particular situation, and you'll just uh, adapt your own work situation. But just come back to the point about uh, accessibility for a moment. I think this company really have made and are making a concerted effort in terms of accessibility implementation, which is really good to see. And um, as I said in the presentation, there. They are responding to that particular query that I raised, and you've already identified that in the last few months, the audio editor has come on a long way. So that has to be good news.
0: One of the reasons why I bought RX was that I was hoping to have it replace Orphonic for me. And at some point in the future, we really should do a session on Orphonic, because I know you use that too, don't you? Oh, most definitely. Yes, I do. Yeah. And a lot of podcasters, even when they like to tweak and, and, and fool around at their own level, they, they put things through Orphonic at the end. And so I thought, well, I wonder, since I now have advanced, can I use the Leveller to take the place of Orphonic? And even just for a single track project, for example. And I found I really could not. And it was interesting. I used various presets and processes and what I found was with the Mosin at large jingle that comes up at the beginning and the end of of mine, and I, I talk over the top of that, it was pumping terribly. It sounded really mm-hmm. horrible. And I sent Isotope a little sample of this, and I said, try as I might, with all the different presets and all the, the sliders and things, I cannot get rid of this pumping. And they basically shrugged their shoulders and said, well... Yeah, uh, you know, you you might be able to use this to level out dialogue between two people, but once you introduce music into the mix, you may have some issues. And so that made me think, well, you know, it's not not perhaps the solution I'm looking for unless I record the intro separately and just render the rest of it.
1: You see, I think that's what their target market is for this. Um, they make it very clear on a lot of their promotional videos that it is for speech content. And they mm. give this example of uh, uh, that I gave where um, a person might go quiet towards the end of a sentence and then raise their voice if they're getting a little bit animated. <laughs> and that's really what what they're talking about there. But I am quite surprised they haven't made that a bit more sophisticated, because one of the things that I haven't talked about, because I didn't know that it was appropriate for this uh, particular session, was a tool that I use called Music Rebalance. Have you used that at all? I have not used that. I really like that. And what happens with this is that you can load a music file into the uh, RX-8 audio editor, and you can split it into multi-track stems. And that means... So, for example, you can isolate the vocals, the bass, the percussion, and the other instruments. So you can actually then do your own mixing within Reaper. Now, the point that I'm getting to is that really... A lot of their product range, including the music rebalance tool, focuses specifically on music. So I'm quite surprised they haven't taken uh, music and speech together into the leveler. That we're talking about.
0: Yes, the reason why I haven't played with that tool is that before I got the advanced RX option, I got this thing called Splitter, and I don't know whether you've played with that, but that is that does a similar thing. And uh, I've actually taken, you can get stems of Beatles tracks uh, on the web, and, and I've created various stems
1: of tracks that I'm interested in, and done remixes. It's really fun. No, no, Jonathan, you really want to use this in the RXH do you think it's better editor. than splitter oh oh honestly Yes. We, we don't even need to debate this. Oh, wow, well, wow. Well. Uh, <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, what you want to do, if it's not deviating too much, um, is... Well, we've got, got no w- hands raised yet, so we may as well go on. W- yeah. Well, uh, we might as well just chew the fat over this. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what you're going to do is you're going to load it at the file into the editor, and you're going to select Music Rebalance, and you're going to choose the best setting. There are three settings there. Good Good, better, and best. Now, this is going to take up a lot of computer resources when you do this. uh, But then you're going to select to split the stems. And then you, when it's done, are going to save each component into its own WAV file. And then just play with it. And then sit back and say, wow, wasn't that brilliant? Right. But you've tried the same thing with Spleeter, then, I take it? Oh, definitely, and uh, yeah. there's, there are other tools as well, um, one of which I picked up from uh, your Twitter feed uh, that is just an online tool, it's Easy Splitter is the one, um, but yes, this this is the one to use, there's no doubt about it. No, well, since I
0: paid for it, I may as well use it. Well, so, well you've so. got it, try it. You are right that there are some specials, and you can subscribe to the Isotope list And that can get a bit spammy, but it does give you a lot of information about when these bargains come up. And sometimes the discounts are
1: substantial. Yes, they are. Um, I haven't seen any recently in relation to these particular tools, but they do appear. So it is definitely worth checking. And you can also follow them on Twitter as well if that makes things a little bit easier for you.
0: Very good. Now, while you are here, would you like to tell us a bit about your Reaper course? Because I think that is coming up. And obviously, we're on uh, the blind pod maker uh, feed here. So there will be people who would like to learn about Reaper, I'm
1: sure. Thank you very much. Yes. Um, it's due to start next week, actually. So if people would like to, they've still got a little bit of time to sign up yet. So um I did a course on Reaper. Uh, That was back in 2017, but things have changed so much since then that um, I'm not just revamping the old one. This is going to be a completely new one, so people can sign up for it. It's going to run over eight weeks of uh, about an hour per session. And one of the things that I'm going to be doing this time, I've taken quite a bit on board in terms of uh, responding to feedback from the last one, I am going to be offering text transcripts of uh, my presentations and also any questions that might arise from the listening audience as well. One of the things I've been doing, particularly this year from our company perspective, is focusing on uh, resources for people who are um, hard of hearing or c- who cannot hear at all, and for people who want text transcripts. And it's we ought to talk about that perhaps sometime in terms of delivering presentations and, and so on, because uh, really there is a whole... Um, there is a whole knack, for the want of a better expression, to producing an audio demonstration taking into account um, text transcripts, because you really have to. Be, it's made me think about delivering them in a whole new way really, to make sure yes. that, I, that there's not too much cross-talk <laughs> between us uh, <the> yes. three. Yes, <laughs> really ha- we will definitely
0: do a session on this because since we started doing transcripts on Mosin at Large, it has changed the way that I work as well. And we ha- we have, of course, the Bonnie Bulletin segment, and mm. I keep saying to Bonnie, you know, this is a bit like matrimonial counselling because we have to make sure we wait for the other to finish and then we give yes. the other
1: person a chance. To Social turn taking. That's yes.
0: what it is. Yes. And so I so I say to her, you know, that our challenge this week is to get a transcript back that doesn't say crosstalk one single time during our segment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, I yeah, picked it's up a- on that. Yeah, so we will, yes. we'll do this because human transcripts—they're the way to go. You—you you just cannot get what you need for uh, from things like uh, Otter or you know. No disrespect to that service; it's great for what it does, but not for
1: podcast transcripts. That is right. Um, yes. So in terms of the Reaper course, please go to our website at hartchenconsultancy.com, and you'll see it right there on the homepage. Uh, I set out very clearly there what I am going to cover and what I'm not. And uh, you've got this week, really, if you would like to uh, uh, come and be part of it. We'd we'll be very pleased to have you along. Well,
0: thank you for all the time that you took to demonstrate this. I know it takes a long time to research and then record and then edit a presentation like this. So I'm, I'm very grateful. It was informative and I hope that people perhaps might dabble if they're not using RX yet, perhaps start off with the uh – with the, what do they call that? elements, isn't it? Elements. The elements yeah. or and, the, uh, the standard version. Yeah. yeah, and then work their way up if they are so inclined. There are upgrade paths available, but it's just so cool. And even at the basic level, if I get a contribution and there's clearly fan noise or something like that, I will just apply, say, the voice denoise feature, which just mm. chops it down a bit, and sometimes that's enough. But if you're doing an hour-long interview, then I just geek out on uh, the full RX editor and it's
1: amazing how things scrap up. It really is. I read a lot of uh, blog posts and follow various Twitter feeds and so on from different companies in this particular space. And I can tell you that they are still the industry leader and my tests have confirmed it as well. So uh, very pleased to be able to talk to you about it today.
0: Well, thank you. Now, uh, a couple of housekeeping notes before we go. If you would like to continue this conversation, then Brian and a number of other people who use Rx uh, are, are all on the Blind Podmaker email group. The traffic's pretty low, but it's, it's high quality traffic in general. We keep on topic. And if you would like to join that and you are not on it already, you can send a blank email to creators-subscribe at theblindpodmaker.com and theblindpodmaker. Is all one word. That's creators subscribe at theblindpodmaker.com. And next week, at this stage, we have a gap in the schedule. So one of two things could happen. One is that if you have a tool that you would like to demonstrate, or a podcast platform, or anything at all relating to podcasting, then please be in touch. We're always looking for guests who would like to present. So you can drop me an email if that interests you to jonathan at mushroomfm.com. Or we may well just have an open forum. It's been a while since we've had one and just take general discussions about podcasting and Q&A. So it's up to you. Look forward to seeing people on that group and to seeing you next week for the Blind Podcasters Roundtable.